0: Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Here we talk about topics we have no business discussing because coaches don't play. My name is Pooja
1: and my name's Kavya.
0: And today we are going to be discussing conflict. Okay, a juicy one.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've touched on my approach to conflict and like conflict resolution so often in like previous episodes, but I'm excited to like dig deep in this one. I feel like
0: I wasn't getting into too many like situations, so if we had done this episode a little bit earlier, I would have been talking about mm-hmm. my ass. But I feel like <laughs> now, like witnessing a little bit more at like the end of the school year, you know, when pick- things pick up and everything, yeah, like, yeah, I think I'm good. I have enough recent experience to see what I'm actually like instead of what I'm like
1: um, theoretically.
0: Yeah, theoretically.
1: <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess we have a lot to cover, so let's get into it. I guess my first question for you is, how do you approach conflict? This could be like specifically in your friendships.
0: Okay, so I used to approach conflict as, like, drama, and I think um, it's kind of hard to, like, outgrow that mindset just because, like, that's how everyone treats it, kind of, because, like, it's, like, always like, oh, so messy, what a situation, like, oh, juicy gossip. But now, Mm -hmm. I think, like, just very recently, I'm starting to grow as a person and realizing, like, you know, um, addressing it directly with the other person instead of making it a whole situation would just solve everything faster and it's a lot better for my friendships i also think it's because Mm. i value my current friendships more than my previous ones or than i previously had
1: Mm, okay yeah that makes sense i see what you mean what about you um yeah i'm that confrontational bitch so (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I always have been. I, I feel like confrontation or, like, conflict generally is healthy. But like whenever people talk about their friendships and say, like, oh, we just never fight or something mm-hmm. like that, like, that is, like, I'm, like, that's a little bit sus, like, especially male friendships. when they're, like, oh, we're, like, not, we have, like, no drama. We just, like, don't fight. And I'm, like, because mm. I'm, like, okay, there must be, like, a lot of resentment there. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: yeah, you're right. Recently, recently I've tried to talk to people about stuff when I have issues with them, but i don't know like we have to see like as i keep going because yeah i am the kind of person where i will like if someone like does something to annoy me or something that they just dis- that i dislike i'll brush it off because usually i'm like oh uh, they have to accept things about me so i have to accept things about them that's just how they are but now i'm like no, no 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 we need to grow because i feel like as i grow some of the things that my friends do i'm like this is childish you can't keep doing this. (laughs) And that's only because now I feel like it's childish, you know? If I didn't feel that way, why would I call Mm -hmm. it out? But now I'm like, okay, we have to talk about this because I'm not dealing with it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think to me it's, like, I'm pretty, like, action-oriented. I like to, like, solve problems as they come and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't really like looking in the past and having, like, regret or, like, resentment. Like, I know, like, we preach about how, like, emotions shouldn't have negative connotations. Uh-huh. But to me, like, resentment is, like, such an ugly emotion. Like, I just really don't like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't hold... resent my friends. Yeah, but I, I don't hold grudges, like, generally. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact that I, like, address conflict head on. Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, like, I just feel like holding grudges has got to be, like, the leading cause of death or something. Because, like, (laughs) how does that not, like, weigh on you? Like, every time I feel like... I can't remember, like, the last time I, like... Held something in like that was like really big or like didn't like address it. Well, that's something. when
0: you see those friendships where they basically hate. Oh yeah, each other. frenemies. Yeah, every, I feel yeah. like everyone knows. Everyone knows that like pair of best friends that like they're really close, but they're also toxic and that like they yeah. Hate each other. But their besties yeah. <laughs> remember their besties. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, I guess another approach to conflict instead of, like, directly, like, addressing it would be, like, passive aggression, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Passive aggression drives me insane. I literally cannot stand to be around people who are passive aggressive because, like, I mean, I need to work on this too and then I need to start, like, learning to ignore people's, like, Uh emotions, like, you know what I mean? And um, not be so affected by them. But also, like, when people are passive aggressive, just, like, bringing the mood down or whatever it may be, it, like... It, like really throws me off. Like, I don't know. And so because of that, like
0: I hate passive aggressiveness. Like, I would not respond to it. Like, if people aren't trying to get me to do something because the thing about passive aggressiveness, they're trying to get you to do something without saying it, right? I just won't do it. Like I'm not going to. Like
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I I think I have like a tendency to react to those kinds of things. But I think that as like as mm-hmm. I like get older and I'm like, you know what? Like it's okay, like, you don't have to solve every problem because I feel like whenever people are upset, like, especially, like, in a group situation or something like that, I feel like, oh, I need to, like, fix it or, like, make them feel better or something like that. And I'm like, sometimes, like, empathy, once it, it can only go mm-hmm. so far, you know what I mean? At one point, you're kind of letting yourself down in that sense if you're just, like, addressing every single emotion that's flying in the room. Yeah. When I think of passive aggression, actually, I was thinking about this, and I feel like people pleasers are, like, very passive aggressive because... What I've noticed as, like, a person who, like, directly addresses things, like, I'm a direct communication kind of bitch, there's, like, a negative connotation to you, you know what I mean? And I think just generally, I feel like I do all the emotional heavy lifting in, like, my friendship specifically— Because at least, like, in a romantic relationship, you can establish, like, this is just how I am and, like, this is, like, the dynamic that we're going to create in this relationship. You know what I mean? But with friendships, it's very difficult because, like, obviously every single friend is different and then, like, has different capacities Mm -hmm. and, like, different levels of self-awareness and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think that, like, if you're a people pleaser, you're probably more prone to avoiding conflict because by addressing conflict, people think that's, like, a negative thing
0: yeah i think a lot of the resentment comes from like so you feel comfortable bringing up conflict right yeah as someone who like previously didn't like bringing up conflict and like i'm trying to grow out of that now like i'm trying to address things when they happen i feel like the resentment comes from like so you feel comfortable addressing it so if you address every issue and then the people pleaser in the friendship like they're not addressing any issue because they don't feel comfortable comfortable to do so because they're a people pleaser like they can't like deal with conflict so then that resentment builds up that's why like Mm -hmm. unequal friendship like that like it does bother me because i'm like well why can't you speak up but Mm -hmm. like just say it because if i'm bringing like every issue to the table you should feel comfortable doing the same yeah they don't and that's where the resentment comes in and i i do get annoyed at that like i'm not gonna lie the one reason i have tried to change my conflict style is because i've witnessed my friends conflict styles and i don't like it and i realized hey you're kind of the same way so like why would you be a hypocrite so like that Mm -hmm. literally that lit a fire under my ass bro (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i think that even the same can be said about boundary setting like my Mm -hmm. mom says this all the time she's like you are like the one person in like the entire family that is like so good at boundary setting like i mean like everyone sets boundaries you know what i mean but like in a healthy way like not in like a passive aggressive way or in an aggressive way you know what i mean just like setting a boundary and being like oh i actually can't do that like i'm not doing that actually i'm not comfortable with that and i feel like i don't get along with people or i find it very difficult to get along with people who don't set boundaries for themselves because it's almost like they expect you to just like intuit their boundaries or just like kind of just like you know what I mean? They'll and like, then they're like, they get for upset not picking later up on. on it. Or yeah. they'll be like, "Well,
0: if I'm not setting boundaries, like they'll resent you for setting them." You know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah. well, I would do anything. It's like, well, I wouldn't. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think that even like passive aggression to me indicates like a lack of emotional regulation. Like yeah. I know I'm using a lot of big words, but like really think about it. Like, or like the people who use passive aggression as a tool, like don't have any other way of like I don't know like expressing, expressing that emotion, emotion because yeah they
0: clearly don't feel comfortable saying it you know yeah. yeah
1: yeah and I think a lack of emotional regulation is really unproductive in attempts to communicate because mm-hmm. everything just starts getting taken personally because I think that yeah. I'm kind of the person who tries to like watch my words especially like the older and older I get I get better and better at speaking like meaningfully and part of that is because i want to be like a kind person but also it's because i can be really scathing without realizing it like i just like um can be like that and sometimes like i Mm -hmm. notice like when i'm in conversations or like in conflict or whatever like no matter how i word things like okay for example um i i try try to use like i feel words like sentences so that it's like you because also you know the way i think about it i've explained this before is that like i don't think that anyone especially like people who are close to me are intentionally trying to hurt me like i don't i cannot remember the last time i felt that way um and if i did like they're not no Mm -hmm. longer in my life so i always try to phrase it as like i feel or like that made me feel you know what i mean and i feel like no matter how i word it sometimes people like still get super upset and one time okay there is like this theory that my mom was saying she was in a conflict with someone and she was basically saying like oh like the reason they literally take every single thing i say like so personally or just like are so quick to like just like fly off the handle is because like they have like an inferiority complex Mm -hmm. because then it's like every single thing seems like a personal attack because the way you see it is like oh that person thinks they're superior to me like they think less of me even if they don't you know what i mean and like yeah i feel like everything is just so interconnected like people pleasers have like an inferiority complex that makes you not set boundaries etc 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 it's like a whole cycle it's really interesting to me i think that another reason why i don't really want to be like a people pleaser or like be passive aggressive is because I have like a connotation of like Mm -hmm. people pleasers being dishonest. I feel like I've told you about this before.
0: Someone was explaining that to me earlier, actually, Mm -hmm. that um, a mutual friend of ours came off of of us as a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. And what she was saying is, like, even if they're not a dishonest person, like, the fact that, like, they're friends with so many people and, like, everyone genuinely likes them, Mm -hmm. like, it makes them seem dishonest. And it's not until you actually get to know them as a person that you actually know, like, oh, they really are that way. But, like, you can never tell. Like, it's always going to come off as false, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think all the time. I feel like for most people, they read people please as just like kind or like good people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like to me, as someone like who tries to be authentic at all times, even if that's like in a negative way or like can be perceived in a negative way, to me it like comes off as like unauthentic. And it's very difficult to explain because people are like, "Oh no, they're just being nice." You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like they can't always be that way, you know? <laughs> like how
0: are you always yeah, a nice exactly. person? Like-, <laughs> like
1: something about that, something about that's a little sus, like <laughs> you know I maybe mean? but yeah i don't know i guess like another way that i've seen like people communicate or like deal with conflict is like mirroring energy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they're like oh like when this person brings it up especially me like i'm the one who starts conflicts with most people right or not conflicts Mm -hmm. but like communication right i like open things up you'll open up the conversation yeah yeah and i feel like um a lot of people have stuck to like the communication style of like mirroring energy right and i don't know i've been like thinking about that because it's like oh, like, don't deal with it until it's, like, actually, like, a big enough problem that the other person has to, like, bring it up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like it's kind of, like, a waste of time. Because you're waiting for, like, the other person to bring it up. That's what I used to do.
0: I used to be, like, oh, well, like, if we're not having any problems right now, because, like, the other person doesn't perceive it to be an issue, like, I won't say anything. And then if the other person brings it up, then I'll be, like, okay, like, I have thought, I have realized that I have thought about it, and then I'll talk about it. But I, yeah, I just feel like it, like, why wait? just like cut to the chase. (laughs) Talk about it like earlier, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And also it's kind of like um, betraying like your own values in the process, right? It's like, you're not control in control of your life. Other people are, which sounds really dramatic, but it's like, really think about oh, it. That's like, interesting. Yeah, yeah, like the way your friendship or like whatever relationship progresses with that person is all like up to them. It's like in their hands. When mm-hmm. they decide to talk about something, then you'll talk about something. And if they say we don't need to talk about something, then you don't talk about something.
0: But yeah, I think that's really interesting. I feel interesting. like that communication style is kind of difficult to deal with, like mm-hmm. from the opposite side because... As much as people want to say like oh, like conflict is just direct communication, like it doesn't have to be like a argument, I feel like media and like society makes conflict seem like argument. So people like that like people pleasers and like when you're mirroring energy and all of that stuff and you're not the one to bring it up mm-hmm. you're always gonna assume the other person bringing up an issue is trying to argue like yeah. you're always gonna assume they're mad like I used to do that all the time because that's how like you get into like really messy situations because it's like even if the other person is trying to have a productive conversation if you perceive it as an argument like it's going nowhere because now like you're just gonna assume they're angry you're gonna start attacking them or you're like why are they angry at me i didn't do anything wrong and just like becomes a whole mess and like yeah i don't know if i'll ever reach the point of like having well i haven't reached the point yet of like having arguments or like con like addressing conflict in person like face to face like just in conversation because i'm so used to doing it over text that's where like tone um is kind of lost Mm -hmm. that's true i remember last time that me and karyo argued i just thought everyone was mad and then we facetimed and it was like done so fast (laughs) yeah <laughs> like we fixed it very fast because it was very clear like oh she's not mad i'm not yeah. mad <laughs> i
1: don't know sometimes i i like i mean i know i talk in a very like or text or even just generally talking talk like in a, very, a direct way yeah but like i yeah. feel like i'm mean like i'm just getting to the point like you know
0: i just have i always just have to remind myself like you know like kavia has our best interests at mind. i'm done. <laughs> like as a friendship you know and mm-hmm. then that helps yeah it's, it's easy to assume like mm-hmm. every, it's an attack, but it's it's not because like if they value the friendship, why would they be attacking you? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I think my guess also when people think that like oh like if there's conflict, then you're angry, is because like they would only bring up conflict or like bring if up they like, were angry if they were really yeah. angry. You know what I mean? And a lot of times when they eventually do right, when they eventually do, or like I've had arguments with people who are like extreme people pleasers, right? Mm-hmm. And suddenly, all the resentment starts popping out. Like, they're like, you did this, you did that. And I'm like, bro, like, is this the time? Like, that's not even what I'm addressing right now. You know what I mean? And, like, sometimes... It's like, like once you
0: bring up, like, 50 other issues, it's like, okay, so what are we going to address Exactly. Like, None we, of it. None of it, cause lost, there's too
1: many things happening at once. We've lost a we've the point of We've lost movie. the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to me like i feel like a lot of people do that in the sake of like well i'm being honest now like you asked me to be honest like i'm being like it's like oh now that you said something
0: i've been dying to talk about it and then unleash everything
1: and it's in the name of like direct communication but i'm like okay like we can't just go gung-ho on one side or the other you know what i mean like we can't Uh just be like okay like respecting everyone's feelings so i'm just not going to say anything right because of course you need to respect Mm -hmm. people's feelings and in the name of direct communication we can't just like not consider how the other person would feel or interpret what you're saying as well and I think that that's where, like, emotional regulation comes into play because I think when people sometimes, like, embrace direct communication, it's, like, they, like, let go of, like, the, like, regarding other people's feelings aspect of it, you know what I mean? Or, like, how it would be interpreted. Yeah. And, like, that's when I feel like things get, like, kind of messy.
0: If you, yeah, if you ever go into a conflict not caring about the other person's feelings, like, you've already, like the situation is already done for like it's already done yeah because then why are you even because my thing is the whole point of conflict is it should make the situation better if you're going to have a Mm -hmm. discussion with someone if you're going to talk to them it should be fixing the issue so if you don't care about how they're going to receive all of that information and you don't care if you hurt their Mm -hmm. feelings then what's the point you don't actually care about like addressing the situation that at that point if you don't value the friendship like why are you trying to solve anything you know
1: yeah, I agree. I think that if I bring up something with someone, it's probably because I value the friendship. Whenever I don't bring up something with someone, like, you can attest to this because I tell you this all the time about, like, oh, like, this person did this thing. And you're like, oh, why don't you tell them? And I'm like, nah, yeah. like, not <laughs> worth it. You know what I mean? And those are the times where I'm like, I've basically decided to distance myself from that relationship. Yeah. And I only do that, obviously, once I've addressed it, like, multiple times. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's not mm-hmm. going to go anywhere. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah, the the way I feel about communication, obviously, one is not, like, you're not supposed to constantly be communicating all the time. Sometimes, like, process things, like, or I like to process things myself and, like, let it go, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you get annoyed at things and then, you know, you think about it and you're like, you know what, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? I do that. My childish mentality, like,
0: today is that, like, you know how you said, like, people pleasers will wait until the other person brings up the conflict and then they'll, like, spill their guts and, like, all the issues they've ever had? Mm Mm-hmm. What I it's like childish to think this, but I still stand by it. Like if you were so okay with keeping all of that to yourself and just being like, Oh, that's just how it is before, then keep it that way. Why are you flip flopping? (laughs) Like now that I'm addressing the issue, you wanna address your issues? Like, no, (laughs) you're fine with it before. Stay fine with it. Otherwise you should have brought it up. That's my thing. Okay, this goes into my next question. Like, do you address conflict in group situations differently than on your one-on-one friendships? Because I feel like group situations are a little bit messier. And that's what kickstarted this whole episode. It's like I was seeing some, like, group conflict. And then the one thing that I really dislike in people that made me want to change myself is that, like, say there's a group situation. There's five of us. I'm just setting the stage. I, this is not a real mm-hmm. situation but I'm just <laughs> if there's five of us and say I talk to you and I pour all of my grievances in and then the other people don't mm-hmm. say their grievances even though they have them and they've told me them that annoys me because it's like, like when people are like oh well you already said anything so like why would I beat a dead horse but I just feel like that's not genuine because it's like you still have an issue and if you don't say it and like you're relying on the other person to say everything is that not too much of a burden to put on the other person
1: yeah, I feel like in those situations, I'm obviously I'm not parts of like any big groups. Mm. I feel like the largest my friend groups get is like literally three people.
0: <laughs> so like in that situation, it would be like if one person just acted as a bystander, even if they had an issue.
1: Yeah, but I can still like I can still talk about it. I think that like um in this situation, I like see myself as like the person doing the emotional heavy lifting, like yeah. the person actually addressing and saying how they feel. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people will just like hide behind me and kind of like piggyback onto <laughs> me and be like, Yeah. It's kind of like i feel like i'm being sacrificed whenever i'm stuck in the situations you know what i mean because it's like i don't want to hold resentment towards that person that makes me feel really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. therefore i'm going to address it and i think that like as time goes on i realize like i would love for people to like support me you know what i mean because like i think a lot of times people will be like oh like they're just like shy and i'm like honestly it's kind of mean because you're basically Mm -hmm. throwing your friend under the bus like you're basically saying like oh no like they have the issue like i'm fine and like yeah it'll be addressed but that one person will have a negative connotation to them because they're the only person and that's how the person Uh who is being addressed will feel they'll be like well you're the only person who cares and so i guess like to me the way i deal with it now is i'm just like well i can't control what other people do like Mm -hmm. to me it makes me feel good to address things to other people okay then like hold on to the resentment
0: I realized I just need to say my piece and go because yeah, I'm exactly. the kind of person where I'm like, I want everyone to speak up. And if like, they're not going to speak up, I'll speak up on their behalf because I'm like, oh, let's get everything out of the way. Like, let's clear the air. But I just realized like, it's not my business to like, make other people feel better or clean their slate. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, I Like agree. Speaking up on in conflict makes me feel better because I feel like, okay, I've said everything I want to say, mm-hmm. but I don't need to say what they need to say because clearly that doesn't make them feel better because they like they didn't get to say it and they don't care enough to say it so why would i say it you know what I'm yeah 100 percent. yeah so yeah that's my that was my recent lesson mm-hmm. i hopefully i will be able to continue doing that i make these realizations but i don't know like if i will be able to put them into action like the next time because you can only it's like conflict you can only like see what you'll do the next time you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think just generally like the way i think about communication i'm like okay If we have to pick one, you know, I don't like thinking in binaries, but let's say Mm. I have to pick one. I would say communication is better than no communication. Right. Like, okay, if I'm thinking of an example. So I'm not like a relationship person, but I'm also not a casual dating person. I'm just like a like I don't care what it is. I'm just like, okay, like it just needs to be clear. Like just say it with your whole chest kind of thing. Like the only times where I feel like people Mm -hmm. get. okay, maybe not everyone but like maybe with me the only times i get like annoyed with people is when it's like someone like says they want like a casual relationship and then like just goes for like a committed relationship or something like that like or like their actions and like their words don't match kind of thing and like that like bothers me but it's not even like the principle of like what yeah. it is it's like the communication that was exhibited in the situation i think that's applicable to like literally anything to be honest i think you just you just get annoyed when there's not clear communication yeah i'm like hello <laughs> so you said
0: one thing but you did another so what are yeah. you trying to do like
1: <laughs> yeah and I know like hypocrisy is like part of the human condition or whatever but like sometimes I'm like can y'all can y'all be consistent like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like even with like my friends or like with my family I'm like let's like be consistent obviously like you know people can't be like completely consistent or something like that like there needs to be room for that but still and I think I just like appreciate like productive anger. Like, remember when we had that question when we were like, "Oh, like, would you rather be like mad for the rest of your life, or would you rather be sad?" And I was like, "I'd yeah. rather be mad," because I like get shit done when I'm mad. Like,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, me and Carmen and Austin <laughs> that if like I if you go listen to that episode, I said sad because like when I get mad, like there's a reason like I can't go into conflict mad. Nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a complete mess. Like you know,
1: <laughs> I'm dead. I feel like when I'm mad, I'll be like, "This is the thing. This, this, this." I'll start like bullet pointing, like. <laughs>
0: Oh, dude talking about bullet pointing something that i didn't say before about the group situations and what like how i approach conflict i'm starting to change my conflict style for group situations because i used to try to address like address group situations the same as one-on-one friendships and that like i wanted to know everything about the situation so that i could like go into it with like a clear view of like what is occurring but like in group situations that's too messy because if there's ever group conflict if you try to get all of the information the only way you can do that is like gossiping and like i don't want to gossip about people you know what i'm saying so at that what i'm starting to realize is like if i don't know everything that's fine mm-hmm. like i don't need to know everyone's conflict with like other individuals i just have to say my part yeah. and go and leave
1: <laughs> yeah i agree i feel I like that's, that's the best way to that will
0: really help people like when they learn that because it's normal to like mm-hmm. want to know like oh you have a problem with them too i have a problem this way this way this way what are you going to talk to them about and i'm like i don't need to discuss it
1: like you know yeah i think it's very validating to hear that like oh other people feel the same way or like they'll add like another point mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh did you notice they did this thing and like they did this thing and you're like actually yeah you're so right and blah blah blah, blah. i feel like it kind of just like amplifies like the negativity that you feel and like the situation you know
0: yeah. especially if they point out new things because then it's like now that new thing that i didn't see before will start to bother me and it's like i don't want that yeah. to
1: happen <laughs> i think even when people address something in a group situation they're like actually so and so felt the same exact way as me i think part of that is also like validating yourself Mm because you're saying like no i'm not the only one what were you gonna say before i interrupted you (laughs) oh um no i was just gonna say that like i hate complacency like i always want to like you know be doing something and when i'm sad and maybe i'm equating depressed and sad as the same thing so like i'm not really sure but when i'm sad i feel like i'm like i'm just like a vegetable like damn like (laughs) i just don't do anything (laughs) or i can't do anything you know and i feel like with anger it's like more productive do you
0: approach conflict when you're sad differently than conflict when you're angry because you know how conflict can make you feel different ways
1: Um, yeah i mean even when i am like angry with my friends i think a lot of that is like just if i were to really break it down anger is a really broad like way of describing an emotion right when i really break it down i feel like a lot of times it's just frustration and sadness Mm -hmm. more than like anger but yeah so i would say maybe i am kind of sad but also kind of angry i don't really know i don't know i feel like i don't really communicate like my emotionality when i get into conflict even if i'm talking like over the phone or whatever like when i'm in like stressful or like uncomfortable situations like this could be literally anything like even meeting a stranger like i just stonewall and i get like really like monotone and like (laughs) you know what i mean and i don't know i i need to like stop doing that Uh because i realize that like even okay let's say i address conflict i don't even think people realize like how much it actually affects me like they're just like oh like she's kind of upset or like she's pretty upset but people mm-hmm. don't really read that like oh she's kind of sad like that actually hurt her feelings you know what i mean
0: you just start telling people they hurt your feelings bro like
1: <laughs> oh, that, that makes me so uncomfortable i don't know why. yeah it kind of is <laughs> something something to work through oh my gosh
0: like saying you're hurt is more uncomfortable than saying you're angry you know what i'm saying because it's like oh you hurt my feelings is worse than like okay you made me fucking angry you know <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I still need to do it. But at the same time, I think the reason why I don't is because once you tell someone you're sad mm-hmm. um, or like that they hurt your feelings, you're basically opening up like the door to them saying like, I don't care. Because a lot of times when I do like, I mean, OK, literally, I think all my friends are non-confrontational bitches, like literally every yeah. single one, except for like maybe one or two, like max. Mm-hmm. OK. And so a lot of times when I do confront my friends or like talk to them about something like that's like bothering me, it's not really met super well like it's not like oh yeah let's work on this or something like that it's usually first met with like a lot of resistance because they're like what the fuck like why are we talking about this you know what i mean and so if i were to go into that and be like i'm really sad or that really hurt my feelings and they're like why the fuck are you bringing this up i'd be like damn yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. i can see
1: it's i mean yeah you're opening yourself up to like you're being like vulnerable basically yeah. how do you evaluate or reflect on like the situation once you get do get into conflict initially like
0: any time a situation is brought up or a conflict is brought up i'm not going to lie like my first instinct is to be like angry or annoyed like you know what i'm saying i'm like every time like conflict starts i'm like here we go again like this bitch like you know what i'm saying but like um i feel like you can i feel like people can always see like the um the tone change like i always start the um conflict or like discussion or conversation you can tell, like, I feel attacked, like, or I'm angry, like, I'm annoyed, and then, like, it'll switch to, like, okay, like, how can we make this better, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, what are you gonna do, like, you know what I'm saying, because I feel like it can either be the situation, or it can be the people involved, and, like, you need to figure that out, you know what I'm saying, like, when there's a conflict, Mm -hmm. I try to treat it as the, how can we make the situation better, instead of, like, the people, because I feel like, um, growing up, like, Conflict is like seen as like an argument between two people. And then that's when people like start attacking like personality traits or like who you are as a person. And I just feel like that's unproductive. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of just being like, oh, that's how they are, or like, oh, I don't like this about you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, this situation happened. I didn't like how that turned out. Like, what can we do to like fix this? Or like, I didn't like that you did this specifically, like this action specifically. Not just like, I hate you because you gossip and you're annoying. Like, you know?
1: yeah i think that like when you're saying like oh that's just how they are i think a lot of people say that to justify not addressing conflict or yeah. not starting conflict um and honestly something about that makes me so uncomfortable because it's like you're, you're writing saying off the other like,
0: person you're not giving them the chance to prove yeah. themselves you know by just being like oh that's how they yeah. are it's like yeah so well, how they are is shit like let them tell them that so that they can change <laughs>
1: Or even if it's not, like, here's the thing, like, maybe people won't change, like, their actual Mm -hmm. personality, but, like, they can change, like, the way they behave towards you. You know what I mean?
0: That's a goal. That's a goal. Because I don't think anybody has to change who they are, but, like, how they treat me, yeah, I would appreciate if they made a little bit changes here and there. But they can Mm -hmm. only do that once you tell them. I agree. Oh, wait, yeah, I always try to end the situation with, like, action. Like, when something needs to be done, otherwise, what was the point of having the conversation, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah i think the way i always thought about it and like i recently realized that there's like a name for it it's called like conflict is 50 50 right that is Mm -hmm. literally the way i think about it like i guess an example i could give is like um okay so like if my brother like leaves his like stuff out or something like that like all messy and stuff um because he had to like go somewhere really quick and my mom gets like super upset at him in that situation like my brother's gonna get mad at my mom for getting so annoyed and then my mom's gonna get mad at my brother for being like you just don't put your stuff away or like Uh you know or making like totalizing statements like that right and this is just like a random example (laughs) but um basically the way i think about it i'm like okay so in that situation i would be like my brother needs to learn to like pick up his stuff like sooner not maybe not like every single time but like more often you know and then my mom needs to learn that like oh maybe like giving the, like the benefit of the doubt you know what i mean mm-hmm. this is not a situation that has actually happened but i feel like it can be applicable to like any situation where like both parties like take responsibility i think that this um approach to conflict is really it's not that hard for me just because like when i reflect and react to conflict i think i'm very quick to accept responsibility for my actions and i think that this actually stemmed from me having a tendency to be very critical of myself in the name of self-awareness like we talked about that on the self-development episode so as much as people like encourage me to uh-huh. do it they're like oh it's very good that you take responsibility for stuff
0: you can take too much responsibility sometimes yeah it can be like a downside
1: yeah so i'm kind of trying to rein it in a little bit (laughs) especially like Mm -hmm. when i'm the only one that takes responsibility it kind of comes off like i'm the person at fault which i really don't like but it's also like what else can i do i
0: think yeah conflict definitely has to be approached as it's no one's fault but it's both people's responsibility to do something like after the fact
1: yeah but if only one person takes responsibility it suddenly turns into like oh it's just their fault you know what i mean Yeah. but to me it's just like yeah and like practicing self-awareness and like letting things go just like makes me feel good so hopefully like once i'm an adult and i actually exercise like my freedom to choose the people in my life more i'll keep like the people who share the same approach and commitment to grow close to me and then i'll distance myself from people who don't you know what i mean yeah because um having that feeling of like oh like you're always at fault i feel like that will like start to like rag on your self-esteem also like if like it you will, leave every Because it's not
0: even the fact that like oh you're at fault is. The fact also that the other person blames you, you know what I'm saying? You also yeah. be in a friendship where the other person is constantly blaming you for stuff. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. That's a shit spot to be in.
1: And even if it's not explicit, it's like I don't want to be the scapegoat, you know,
0: in the relationship.
1: Yeah. I mean like it's like, you know, those that joke where it's like, oh, you like don't respond to someone and they're like, Yeah, I left them speechless. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how I feel oftentimes. Like accepting responsibility is like is basically like quote unquote being the bigger person, you know what I mean? But it doesn't
0: always feel good.
1: Yeah. And also like it doesn't feel good when like the other person isn't also taking, like, the same steps. Yeah. I guess in terms of your group situation, do you think you should involve outside parties into the conflict? This is also something that I'm growing out of. It's like,
0: when you're a kid, or not a kid, it's like, when you're growing up like you do these things just because like that's how everyone does these things but it's like eventually you have to grow out of it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like yeah it's really easy to get like the third person involved or like oh i just want an outside opinion or like i just want to tell someone about it cuz i'm going through it but like as you get older like how long am i going to do that for you know like yeah. i'm i don't do that anymore like if anything i i would try to tell people that are like they don't know anyone in the situation but mm-hmm. even that like i'm trying to stop like i used to tell kavya stuff like oh like if um this happens like i'll tell her because she doesn't know anybody involved but the thing is like if i introduce her to my friends i don't want her view of them to be colored you know what i'm saying and also i don't want to complain about my friends because it's like once you start complaining about one person bro that's you're not gonna stop then it just becomes like you complain about everyone kind of thing so i just like the thing is like i don't understand why people always try to tell like other people the issue because if you can tell me the issue why can't like you just tell the person you're having the conflict with what your issue is Like, you're saying all this shit right now. Can you say it to their face? (laughs) Or can't you text it to them or something? Mm -hmm. Like, that's my mindset now. Because just seeing people, like, complain about things and not doing anything about it or not actually speaking up is so irritating that I don't want to be that person anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm realizing, like, oh, that's how you seem. You seem like a fucking idiot. (laughs) So, yeah, I try not to bring people in. But it is hard sometimes because, you know, you want to talk about stuff or you want to, like, ask people, like, is this something... My thing is, like, some people always say, like, the excuse is always, like, well, I want to know if it's something worth being angry about or if it's, like, my fault. But the thing is, like, you already feel a certain way. Like, if if you're already angry, whether or not that's something that should make you angry or if it's reasonable to be angry or not, you still feel that way. Mm -hmm. So even if I tell someone something and they're like, well, that's unreasonable, I still feel that way, so I I should still address it. Otherwise, it just becomes a whole thing of it goes nowhere.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... I'm not sure if if I would totally agree with your thing about, like, oh, like... Oh, specifically, I can only say from my perspective, like, oh, I can't tell Kavya negative things about, like, people in my friend group because Mm -hmm. then she'll have a negative, like, connotation of them. I think that only happens when people only say negative things about someone like i've had Mm. people talk about their friends and like they only ever talk about them in the context of when they fucked up or when they pissed them off and bro when people do that it makes them it makes their friends seem so horrible i'm like why are you friends with them yeah and i feel like if that if the balance is like okay like five to one like ratio or something like i don't know what the ratio is supposed to be but like i feel like if you were to say like really positive things about them you know, more often, and then, uh-huh. like, a, like here and there, say, like, a grievance that you had with them, I feel like that would be, like, pretty normal. Like, I don't think that would, like, tame mm. my view of them or something like that, you know?
0: Because it's, like, it's, like, a kind of a hard ground to navigate, right? Because no one wants to, like, seem, like, a gossiper or a complainer, but like it was also human nature, like you know, to discuss things and like talk about stuff. Cause like, what else are you supposed to do? Keep everything to yourself? You can, but like that's a little bit hard. <laughs> Especially like I'm someone that talks so much, like, you know, I don't really keep that much to myself, but I can if it's like a serious situation or if it's something that actually is really like it's weighing on me. Like, the sooner I address it, the better
1: yeah i guess in my perspective i don't know i've watched other people's romantic relationships and like i observe this a lot in there which uh-huh. you would be surprised because oftentimes people think about this in the group setting or like i've watched people in relationships get other people involved into their romantic relationship conflicts oh
0: yeah romantic relationships i hate when people complain about their significant others because i'm like now you're now i just feel like your significant other is a shit person like if you're not telling me all the good things you're only telling me the negative things like address the situation or anytime you come to me with a conflict i'm gonna just tell you to break up with them that is all
1: (laughs) i'm dead i'm not i'm not the same way but um yeah i'm also not team just break up with him or like just dump him as much as i think that's funny like i don't. i don't think i'm like like that
0: (laughs) it's funny but yeah it doesn't always hold up
1: but um i don't know i think that's like fucking wilding like i've met so many people who love being like the mediator in those kinds of situations so they can like get like the piping hot tea first or like they can be in the middle of the drama without taking the heat and like that whole like position of being the mediator comes off as altruistic but like I often feel like it's self-serving because like the second that they start yeah. getting some kind of heat because it, inevitably it's gonna happen you know what I mean when you're in the middle of something because you're involving yourself
0: in another conflict doesnt yeah. yeah especially
1: if you're being doing that like I'm not gonna pick a side thing by the way I okay the way I feel about picking sides I feel like I always pick a side I don't think
0: people cannot pick a side
1: really because people swear to God up and down they're like you know what I just like I don't like picking sides and I'm like you're lame
0: if you if okay if they don't want to pick a side then why are they even involved in conflicts if they didn't want to pick a side i feel like they wouldn't care as much i feel like if when people are like i feel like when people get involved in conflict it's because they think one person's right it's that or they're just there for the tea or they're just there for the tea
1: <laughs> yeah
0: because if i really did if i was really like if i really didn't care i would just be like okay that's something you guys need to just hurry up and figure out like
1: yeah But I guess, like, generally speaking, I don't think talking shit about your friends should be normalized, like i feel like a lot of people have at this point and i don't know i feel like complaining about like any situation really but like specifically like friends especially like in college like where you do actually have the freedom to distance yourself from people especially if they're not serving you like i'm assuming if you're keeping someone who's like really bad for you in your life like you still are then like you're gaining something from that but like only presenting the Mm -hmm. negative aspects Mm -hmm. of it and like to me that like gives a kind of victim mentality where you're kind of just like oh like i can't do anything about it like you know what i mean because it's an outside perspective like obviously Uh there's like also like toxic relationships which are more complicated but like from an outside perspective when it's just like a bad romantic relationship or friendship or whatever the hell it may be you can like see like all the escape routes you're like well you could do this or this or this or this
0: and they're always like no no i can't i can't my thing is you can always do something people that are like i can't do anything no you don't want to do anything (laughs) You don't want to do it. Yeah. Let's rephrase it here. Mm Because it is... It does seem like, okay, so you think you're a victim. Yeah. You can't do anything. Like, okay.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I believe in conflict resolution and communication and all that. But like, as I get older and i've had the same friends for like a really really long time right and as i confront issues like over and over again with people mm-hmm. i'm starting to realize like part of being like a realistic person is just accepting that some people simply do not have the range because i feel like we like to be like always optimistic like even in terms uh-huh. of like let's say like weight loss or something it's like oh i'll definitely lose the weight. i'll definitely lose the weight. i'll definitely lose the weight. but i feel like people don't confront the fact that oh like you have to be happy with not losing it too like that's also another possibility you know what i mean and i feel like it's the same thing with friends it's like oh like they'll grow they'll grow like they're gonna be a better person like they're gonna be more self-aware it's like what if they're not
0: it's like what if they're not yeah are you still good with being friends with them yeah
1: (laughs) because sometimes i look at people who are like very like just like unaware or just like stuck in like these negative like thought patterns or cycles and i'm like i'm like oh my gosh like i wonder when you're gonna get out of that and then i just like had this realization and i was like oh my god they could like go their whole life just being stuck in this cycle and that's crazy to me. But I feel like I'm just trying to mm. practice acceptance in that way. I feel like I'm an optimist in all human relationships. So it's, it's been really hard for me. But I've been practicing. So it like, makes me feel like I'm giving up on people. And maybe it really is. But I'll let you know when I figure it out.
0: Like, Would you want to be friends with them at face value? Like this is who they are. And this is who they will continue mm-hmm. to be. And like, just don't look at the potential. Because mm. like, yeah, the pot- I feel like the potential is there on a lot of people. But like, they'll get there when they get there. And, like, when they get there, I'll mm-hmm. see, you know? So there's no need to be, like, well, they could grow. They could If they do, I'll see. Yeah, happen.
1: yeah I think I, like, have a tendency to get really attached to people even if they've been proven to be inconsistent. Like, specifically in friendships I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, like, in that sense, I need to start practicing non-attachment, which is something I've been introduced to recently as well. So more on that later once I actually figure it out, but... <laughs> i just wanted to drop it's that so away.
0: interesting because you always in the podcast you're always like and like on these episodes you always come out with like steps or like things like you're working on I'm ten- <laughs> i mean yeah you're always working on yourself <laughs> i'm just like we'll see when we get in the next coffee and kavi is like oh i'm actively working on this aspect of myself and i'm like no <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see when we get there yeah i feel like that i like cannot sit still. But yeah, I guess just to wrap it up, like, how do you move forward from conflict? I always have to
0: assume that the other person, like, has the same mindset as me. Like, I always want to do better for the sake of my relationships. And I will, always, I will stay optimistic in that fact, in that I will hope the other person will do the same. Like, I will assume that we're both going to do things that we don't want to. I feel like that's what always gets people, is like, if you when you ask them to do things that they don't want to do, and then they're like, I don't want to do that, or like, why would I do it like i feel like that's not fair but realistically both parties feel that way so i'll always do the things that i don't want to do or like i'll try you know at the end of the day like i always try and yeah. i hope the other person recognizes i'm trying and i'll try to recognize that they're also trying you know what i'm saying i feel like that's where people go wrong also is yeah. that like they focus so much on like what they're doing and not what the other person is doing it seems like the other person's doing nothing when in reality it's like the other person is you have to believe they're trying just as hard as you
1: yeah and i think that like i said this even when we were talking about self-development and that like people think that like just taking account of what they're doing and like how well they're doing and how much they're progressing is self-awareness and i don't think that's that at all because i feel like you have to take into account how other people's are progressing and like taking account of you and stuff like that but yeah i think that for me like the way i move forward from conflict is like well generally i'm a very practical emotional person like all at the same time and it's like i basically try and master like feeling my feelings if that's even a thing <laughs> like i'm an action items sort of bitch okay so like like allow up, like,
0: myself to feel sad check box <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah because i'm like even like when i go into a conflict i'm like okay this is how i feel and this is what would make me feel better if like you did and like let me know if you can or can't do uh-huh. that you know what i mean and i think that like just I like generally when you putting put it into clearly words, it
0: like that bro <laughs>
1: that's so helpful (laughs) it's like if you did this it would make me feel better and I'm like okay (laughs) yeah I feel like I've got you on that train as well (laughs) yeah you
0: have honestly having a friend like Kavya where like they're so direct like it kind of rubs off on you like now that I'm letting myself because before I would be like bro Mm -hmm. like I I don't want to do this like blah 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 but now that I'm like okay you know what she's putting this energy into it let me respond with the same energy I feel like I'm growing as a person Mm because now I when i do conflict i'm like hey this would make me feel better if you did this will you be able to do it or not mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah and i think just like generally speaking i think putting into words how you feel will save you so much time and angst in every situation so like i want to know how you feel why you feel it what you're going to do to address those feelings and what you would like me to do to address those feelings and then we can i call it like everyone rat, you know what should I mean?
0: implement, yeah those things and then also like spelling mm-hmm. out exactly what the other person can or like you want them to do for you i feel like people are like mm-hmm. they never want to do that because they're like well you should just know or like oh you're my friends so like you should pick up on it. it's like no bitch i'm not going to i feel like spelling out exactly what you want the yeah. other person to do is so helpful because now you're on the same page who knows if you guys are even in the same book you know you never know until you spell these things out <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I feel like oftentimes when it comes to conflict, people get so wrapped up. It could be one person. It could be all parties in the situation. Get so wrapped up in like expressing their feelings. And like, I get it. Like, let's all express our feelings. Yes, yes, yes. Direct communication. <laughs> but also us wrap it up. But like, <laughs> but like, let's wrap it up. Like, I understand like feeling your feelings and it's encouraged in our generation so much today with like the conversation on mental health and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, being consumed by your feelings and just like sitting there like in your feelings forever is like not helpful. And I know that's like kind of vague to say because there's no clear line everyone has to have like a separate timelines and stuff like that but like some people need to start journaling or something because like <laughs> how is it like and i feel like it helps with emotional regulation a lot because like people start like going on like these long tangents and like getting stuck in the fact of like oh i felt this way and this way and this way and i'm finally getting to say it like you know how we were saying like oh bringing up all your resentments all at once uh-huh. so like yeah try not to get stuck at that stage and then never make it to the finishing it up part you know what I mean yeah (laughs) but yeah I guess like every instance in which I have like cut someone off or like distanced myself from someone is because they didn't take responsibility for their actions so I feel like that's very much like a deal breaker for me in conflict I don't expect perfection out of everyone but I do tend to expect humility Mm mm-hmm But
0: yeah, and yeah, we've been talking for a while, so we're going to wrap it up. Tell us if you think anything that we said resonated with you, and let us know if you disagreed with any of the opinions or like approaches we have to conflict. But that's all for today. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify and slide into our DMs with your opinions. Thanks for listening. This was Coaches Don't Play.